All right, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. I am your host, Eric, and joining me this evening, the great, the wonderful Miss Sherry Voluntary. Miss Sherry, how's it going? I'm great. <laughs> it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And before Very we got good. live, we were just dogging on British people and their nasty teeth, and so that's all you missed. <laughs> and and Liberty Liberty TNA that is not Liberty TNA. You know barely you counts. Barely counts. Barely. It's like beasting and just barely filling up those Daisy Duke cart. Yeah. Liberty yeah. boys be thirsty. Yeah. <sighs> All the damn time. All <laughs> the damn time. You're just looking around and you say, hey, dude, calm down. Calm down over there. Yeah. Don't I need know. to be uh, thirst posting on Maine. <laughs> I mean, oh, totally thirst. I mean, I don't know if anybody thirsts for me, but totally do it. If you, <laughs> I'm sure you have a uh, small collection of fans out there <laughs> that would not mind paying $10 for your used bath water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more money than that. Anyway, so. It's more money than that. It's like a, it's a whole 20. Special. <laughs> Very special bath water. <laughs> Here is my Bitcoin address. <laughs> Once I have received funds, then I will send out used bathwater with your name I on really, it. I really, I really wish I was more better with Bitcoin. Honestly, I mean, I have more some, better, more, like, more better. Yeah, more better. I have some uh, crypto, but I'm not really good with like it's it's on stupid Coinbase, you know, like it's not anything. I need to get off. Everyone's of got to start somewhere. Yeah, but I've been on there for like four or five years. <laughs> Four years, three years. Don't feel like bad. That, I've been on there that long too. Anytime I get Bitcoin or something, it just gets moved off. That's all. Yeah. I'm just not a highly technical person. Like I don't like that kind of thing. It doesn't. I think I think it's amazing and wonderful, and I'm glad there are smart people who do that. <laughs> but that yes. I, I that's not my jam. Uh, my jam is yelling about the police and shit. But not. <laughs> <laughs> and then it descended into a 45 minute rant on rat cops. <laughs> yes, y'all. I can do that. Yes. But that's not the reason why we have you here tonight. No. The main reason why we had you here was we get we gotta catch up. We gotta catch up. Yes. <laughs> it's been, I mean, it's not been that long since we saw each other. Like I in person. I know, right? That was that was pretty awesome. It was epic because we've known each other for a while, but Yep. To meet in real life at Childerberg. Childerberg is a lot of fun, y'all. If you haven't gone, it was very fun. You this, should go. This last I, time. Yeah. I had a blast. Yes. Uh you got to you got to ditch it in my tent, which was kind of funny. <laughs> Not as dirty as it sounds. I just <laughs> set up the tent for her. Yeah. <laughs> I know you made it like yeah, it was a mm -hmm, your wife is gonna be calling me up like yeah. bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna get beat up. Thanks for that, Eric. Yeah. That was no problem. No problem. Everybody brought uh, something. So I was glad I was able to provide you shelter. Yeah, it was great. And, and from the light son, rainstorm you know, that we had one day. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know, one of the great things about it is my, my son who's 18, um, he's met a lot of my libertarian friends and he's not been that impressed. honestly. <laughs> <laughs> of course he's not that impressed with, with me. Oh, good. Either. So the bar was already set pretty low. Yeah, but when he, I met him. you know, that's one of the reasons I really wanted him to go with me to this. And I'm glad that he did was because I knew there would be people he could really connect with there. And he, he did, there were some people that he thought were fantastic. And now I'm trying to get him to get on Twitter because people keep messaging me like, Hey, will you ask Ronan to identify this mushroom? Hey, will you ask Ronan about this? 
because he's basically identifying mushrooms. Huh? Yeah, I mean, he's a he's a fantastic mycologist. Um, and so Paul Stamets, you know, look like, out. Yeah, that's his idol, and 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 Terrence McKenna, of course. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> get get on Twitter, and you've already got your reputation going. Get on Twitter and and hang out, like connect with your friends that you've met at Childerberg and other places. Like there are libertarians out there, or and other anarchists out there that you can connect with and have these relationships with and keep in touch with, you know, so that when you're yes. traveling around or whatever, you can hang out with them. And so he just he has such an aversion to social media in general. No, oh, then he's got the right answer. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> That's the right answer. Stay the fuck he's, off of there. Probably, I was going to say he's happier than most, but I, yeah, he's interesting. <laughs> he has yeah. So the uh, I still have the, uh, the the sipping cream that you gave me. I haven't drank it yet. Mm, <laughs> it's going to be so good. It's banana pudding, y'all. It's. Mm. Yep. I got to try it. I didn't try that one. I've had the other sipping cream from that brand. Yeah. Um, when I saw that one, I was like, that is a gift from Sherry Voluntary right there. And so, <laughs> yeah, it was really funny when I brought it home. My wife was like all excited because she thought I had brought home like a giant mason jar filled with actual banana pudding. Oh, so she went and God, she, no. she went and grabbed it and a spoon. And she was, I was like, what are you what are you doing? Yeah. And she's like, well, I'm going to have some of this banana pudding. And I was like, that's alcohol. That's like moonshine. <laughs> <laughs> and she then she looked at it. Yeah, yeah, she she looked at it and goes, Well, now I'm depressed. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, banana pudding is something worth getting excited about, though, I must say. <laughs> Especially my granny's banana pudding. Like, y'all don't bother eating banana pudding north of the Mason Dixon line. Just don't even if they yeah. if they've ever just even heard same. of it. Like they just make banana pudding. Like it's just been it doesn't have vanilla <laughs> wafers and stuff. You'll be disappointed. Ew, gross vanilla wafers. Although, cook shanty when they at Childerberg. Yes, shout out to Cook Shanty. That was some of the best biscuits and gravy I've ever had in my life. And y'all, I am a biscuits and gravy like connoisseur. <laughs> and that those Yankees could cook some biscuits and gravy. I'm just saying. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you start running into you start running into sure. problems with the uh, with the recipe when you start making it for a whole multitude of people like that. I, I know because then like it doesn't taste the same thing. as like a small batch. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A huge thing, you know, stir sitting over there stirring it, and I'm like. I don't know how this is going to end up, but it was so good. It was so Everybody good. was ranting and raving about it. I was like, wow. Okay. It was amazing. There we go. Carbtastic. <laughs> very carbtastic. I felt like I gained five pounds just looking at it and smelling it. it smelled it's good thing smelled we had awesome. To walk 10 miles to go to the toilet at Childerberg. So I, I mean, the first day. That way you walk it off. You know. Well, I know. The all second the boys, day, everyone was easy. utilizing the, uh, the grass line. Yeah, the guys were just standing in there peeing, and I'm like, fucking jealous. I'm, I'm going to get one of those little girl thing. Have you seen those, like, for hunters and stuff? Oh, the little cups? You, yeah. yeah, the little cup with the spout. I'm going to get one, and I'm going to I'm gonna yep. pull that shit out at Childerberg. I'm you know, walking 10 miles to go pee, because you got to pee a lot. Now, maybe to go do your other business, I would walk, but. Yeah, and especially yeah. when we were set up, we were like equidistant between the porta potty, which <laughs> fell over the first day, exactly, and exactly. the other one that had like a legit restroom, which I don't know when the last time that place was, but it was cleaned. So, so hot, and it was hot too, and it was one of those. Yes. So, okay, <laughs> so let me just tell you, I know we are not on topic, but um, oh, we'll get to the topic the, eventually. That is fuel of my nightmares. 
I, that is one of the things that since I was a little kid, I have always like had this vision of something coming out of the toilet and biting me in the ass or, or worse. And, and when you go to those like state parks with the huge, it's just a big, like it's, it's what it basically is, is a, um, what a septic tank with a toilet seat on top. And, and I'm always like, what is down? Like, you just don't even know what's down there. And and it's all echoey. And, and yes. stuff. And, and then if it's really full, it's like super weird. It, it's, <laughs> yeah, that porta potty on uh, at Childerberg had actually tipped over during the monsoon rainstorm that everyone got the day before. Yeah, I saw that so picture. it had to be righted back up. So if you were in that porta potty, I hope you didn't touch anything in there. <laughs> that's, that's all I got to say. I hope you brought your hand sanitizer. <laughs> <laughs> It's fun though. I had a good time. No, I mean, if if you wanted to uh, to be immune from COVID and anything else for the rest of your life, I mean, you touch you all of the walls and then you lick it. it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, it's a little hepatitis C between friends. <laughs> it's fun to share. <laughs> <laughs> My mama told okay, me. Okay. Well, on that note. Really yeah. All right. Sharing yeah, is caring. I'll be good. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just co-opted your show. I don't have one of my own anymore. So sure. Why not? Yeah. Hey, that, that's okay. Last week, Force Mommy came up here with a uh, with a whole nun's habit on and everything. So oh, I heard. It's pretty I, wild. I, I didn't see the live stream. I heard part of that show. And that's hilarious. That's funny. She's, she seems like a good time. I bet we'd like. Yeah, she is. She is great. She is pretty great. And when I was like doing the little thing where I'm testing everything right before we went live and she like turned on her camera and I saw the nuns have it. I nearly fell out of my chair. I was like, what the fuck is about to happen? <laughs> it's like, Oh no. I, I I almost put on my American flag mask for you when I came in, but I didn't this time I did it on Intercast. I thought, well, is that old now? I did it once already with, with good old Jeff Berwick. No, no, no. With Patrick Smith. No, not with, not with Berwick. Oh, Patrick Smith. He he gave up the reins. Shows how long I yeah, haven't been like listening to it. Anyways, <laughs> a year ago, <clears throat> almost a year. <laughs> I listening. I was on it. You should watch. That's good. good yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> I know. I, I, I don't watch podcasts anymore either. Really, for the most part. I mean, I, I know the 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 download numbers reflect that. I know who watches. <laughs> You're like Santa now, getting all creepy on me. Oh, I'm now? just now getting creepy. I've been creepy no, this no. whole time. Yeah. Well, publicly, anyways. publicly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I wasn't the one who knocked over Patrick McFarland trying to go up and give me a hug. So I'm just saying. See, I don't even remember that. Jesus but Christ. I wouldn't have brought Patrick. I love Patrick. Y'all don't get me wrong. Like Patrick's amazing. And I love I know him. he is the best. He was like coming over to come shake my hand. You just knocked him out of the way. Did I? Yes, he did. Sorry. White privilege. <laughs> white women must Ginger be stopped. Ginger privilege. Ginger. White women should be stopped. I'm just saying. Yeah. But, they, but they you know the answer? Like, I, okay. So can I, can I say something here? I you can say whatever you want. Okay, so I see guys the, like the floor is yours. I, I see guys talk about um well the floor literally is mine here, but I see a lot of yes, um, guys your like house. say bad things about you know white chicks and, and I get it. I, 
I agree with a lot of that. Like white women as are, a white have woman. ruined the Western world. But as a white woman, um, <laughs> the answer to that, someone posted on Twitter yesterday about or tweeted, I hate saying that. It sounds ridiculous, but tweeted. You, you can say twat. Twatted. It's past tense. They <laughs> twatted. <laughs> um, that, you know, they asked, like, how do we fix white women or whatever? And I was like, well, you got to build a better white woman and build. And a they man need to be like 72% black. That's like me. <laughs> um, I know, but seriously, parenting, y'all, the problem is that there's just not enough good parents in the world because there aren't enough good women and there certainly aren't enough good men either. So I think, I don't know, sometimes I think nope. the Liberty guys forget that there's some good women. Circling the drain, Miss Sherry. We're circling the drain. Are, are, you mean on the show right now or <laughs> society? <laughs> Western no, just sin. clown world in general. I mean, we're about oh, to get yeah. flushed down the toilet. We're so, I mean. Yeah, we're, we're going to be super flushed. We're going to be down there in that pit. See, my nightmare feels coming true in the state park. Pit yeah. Of doom, despair. Maybe now is not the time to talk about my rat snake story. So I'll, I'll just leave that alone. Oh, I so okay. So I'm not afraid of snakes and stuff. Like, well, I mean, I don't want them on me or I don't want to step on them or anything, but, um, right. I, I don't mind them. I'll touch them or whatever. I'm, you know, yeah. Touch yeah. But, um, I found one, one in my house coiled up around the water supply underneath the toilet. That, that was fun. <laughs> Under the toilet. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's a good, Oh, I, we, yeah. I found one in my dining room last summer or something. My cat had gotten outside for three seconds and brought in a big, like big snake. It was kind of nice. cute, though. I'm not going to lie, but my son, you know, being having the massive hands that he does, he just like picked it up, and took it outside. Yeah. No big deal. Now this this rat snake was very happy being underneath the uh, the toilet on the water supply. He was not letting go, and uh, I had to uh, tomahawk him to death in my bathroom. So. <laughs> Ooh, that's like a murder scene. In there. It, it wasn't daughter, a good day. <laughs> my daughter gets nosebleeds all the time, and the other night. I woke up and got up to go to the bathroom and I flipped on the light to do something and like blood was everywhere on the walls, on the mirror, <laughs> on the sink. And at first I'm like, oh my God, what happened? And then I realized as I startled myself awake, oh, uh, my, my daughter must have had a nosebleed and yeah, that was it. Of course Wonderful. she didn't bother to even try and wipe it up. It was just all drips <laughs> Don't you love when the kids get a case of somebody ought to do something about that? I guess. Yeah. And then, yeah. That's so fun. I guess she figured because it was in the middle of the night. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear try, her. Try to ascribe logic everywhere. to it. Yeah. But I heard her come in or when I saw it and I was like, oh my God. So yeah, it was, it was fun. <laughs> so good. So good. All right, Miss Sherry. We, we actually have a topic in mind. We, we, we were do. supposed to be we're supposed to be talking about stuff so okay uh, you've got a, a new little project thing to do right yeah voluntaryvirtue.org check it out say uh, charity voluntaryvirtue.org mm -hmm. .org I, I accidentally typed ord the other day and I kind of like that too ord ord ordinance, <laughs> ordinance. I that would be yeah. pretty good <laughs> 
<laughs> no, yeah, but but um, that Patrick Smith of Anarchast and Disenthrall and uh, Christian Moore of Liberty After Dark. Um, I went, when I was down in Texas before Childerberg, I went and visited. I feel like you need to say that different. I feel like you need to say Liberty After Dark. Liberty After Dark. And then just like smooth Liberty. jazz coming up behind it. You're now <laughs> listening to Dr. Smooth. <laughs> um, so anyways, we... I was visiting um, Dallas, Fort Worth, visiting those guys before I went to Childerberg, and uh, they brought up this idea to start a charity. Let's do something, you know, like, because we were all talking about how, you know, we want to bitch less and, and do more. And um, we only have so much time left before we go to the FEMA camp. So we want to do some good. Yes. And um, so we decided, well, let's let's do it. Let's do it. And uh, it's 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 a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> we're actually we're getting our government papers registering a 501c3. Um, boo. Boo for government know. papers. Let's do that tax free donations though. Oh, I can't wait for the lawbirds to say you need a real libertarian. You filled out no. government paperwork. I mean, I didn't fill it out, but <laughs> <laughs> Sherry, so, stick into her principles. Yeah, I did not apply big to- ink. To six five Patrick and six two or three Christian about that and leave yeah, them say, alone. It, say it directly to their say face. To them, yeah. <laughs> I'd love I would love to see someone tell Patrick Smith to his face that he's not <laughs> <laughs> a real libertarian. I would love I'd pay money to see that. Um yeah. This Friday uh, on pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> uh so anyways, we 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 really we desire to do good in the world, you know, like we want to build something better and um, government programs are often, well, they're not often, they're always terrible, right? They, they always make the situation worse, especially with people who are in need. It makes it very difficult for them to get back off of it. Um, government assistance. So we are hoping to develop this. I mean, we've only been going a, a couple months now. And we're hoping to develop this further into other fields as well as we go. But um, we really want to provide sincere help, like not just throw money at people and pat ourselves on the back and say, oh, we did such a good job. And then we're on to the next. Like our our desire is to build a community. That's And that's one of the reasons that we wanted to do this too, to, to connect voluntarists and, and other liberty-minded people yeah. um for when the bad stuff comes if you know if it does um then we'll have these these networks you know and have people that we can hopefully rely on so there was that aspect but also we want to have boots on the ground as much as possible when we help someone so we want people to be able to go and and care for someone and take care of their heart as well as the issues they have so like bring them food. You know, we're from the South, y'all. That's, that's how you love people. You bring a dish, bring a dish. Somebody gets married, you bring a dish. Somebody dies, you bring a dish. You know, somebody walks for the first time, you bring a dish. Like it's just, that's (laughs) what we do. So, you know, we, we really wanted to do that and help people. Um, I know a lot of people may know that Christians are not Christian. Patrick's daughter had leukemia and she was part of the make a wish, um, foundations program 
And he was really, really impressed by the way they run that. And one of the things that they do is they have wish granters and these wish granters are trained on going and, and being a liaison basically. And uh, with the family, they're given a lot of leeway to just do nice things for them. And, and we want to do that. We, we want to encourage that. We want to have that build that community because I think community is really important. It's something that I've talked about a lot. And one of the things that um, people don't realize is that we there's not a lot of real communities anymore. Um, I love how John Taylor Gatto put it in one of his books. He said, most people don't have community anymore. They have networks. Yes. But the difference is, is that a community knows it's bums. And and I thought, that's great. And And I mean... That's what I I want that kind of thing. I want the kind of thing where my neighbors will come to me and and visit, you know, just drop in, sit a spell, visit, um, help each other when they need help. Those are the kinds of things that we we want to build. So that's that's also a part of voluntary virtue. Well, that's great. I mean, that, and it also that would dovetail in very nicely with some of the organizations that are already going out there. You know, you got uh, John Bush's Freedom Cells. You can definitely plug into that. Yeah. Uh, I think there's another organization out there called Voluntarism in Action, and mm -hmm. they do quite a lot of stuff too. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, there's there's room for more. And, you know, on the international scale, we have Donorcy, which is uh, doing gangbusters right. right now. So Yeah, and, and I, I do want to put it out there. You know, Voluntarism in Action, they're great as well. Um, people have come to me with certain misconceptions, I guess, that um, – not necessarily so much with voluntarianism in action, but with another, uh, and just that we're in competition with these other groups. And no, it doesn't have to be competition. You can cooperate right, with them exactly. All, all There's day long, enough yeah. need to go around, unfortunately. And, yeah. you know, it's just, we wanted to do it our way and, and whatever. So I, that's, you know, as far as a marketplace goes, maybe there's competition because there's only so many resources that people have and there's a right. finite group of people like us, you know, but um, outreach is another part of that. I think I think voluntarism in action does great stuff and I, I want them to succeed as well. Like they don't other people don't have to fail for me to succeed. Right. So, right. Um, and and I, I know I'm pretty sure they feel the same way. I've talked to someone that's involved with them. Super nice guy. Uh, wish us luck, you know, I mean, it's, it's, there's no contention or there, there's nothing there, you know, like the, yeah. the, there's no drama to be had. So don't bother. Like people have <laughs> actually messaged me like, Ooh, so you're competing with so-and-so. I'm like, yeah, it's not no. really a competition. You're providing type an alternative yeah. to this guy that we don't like. No, we're, we're doing our thing our way. Yeah. That's it. And, and who knows what the future could hold? I mean, you never know. They might reach out to you and say, Hey, we have nobody in this area. Can you help? Or, right, vice, or versa. vice versa. Yeah. yeah I mean, so. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? So there's a lot of good people. They're, uh, voluntarists to me are the salt of the earth, the ones that I know. Um, so I I am not surprised that there are other people that are doing good deeds out there as voluntarists yeah. because, you know, it, for one, it feels good. It's good hum for humans. Like, I, I'm not saying you're obligated to do things for other people, but it sure is nice and it sure feels yeah. good and it sure does build communities, which as much as we're individualists, uh, I think that people can recognize that you need communities. Humans biologically are social yes. animals and, you know, good luck surviving on your own. Good luck defending your communities on your own. Like it's, it's, it's a lot. So yeah, no man is an Island. 
and you know we need each other there's a very good reason why we have moore's number where we're only able to keep track of 150 people in their heads at any given time because that was about the size of a tribe uh, you know a huge one but so <laughs> and then what the, what was the internet i, I just hit you know 3400 followers today on twitter i, I don't know everybody on there <laughs> not bragging i mean it's just all you know all fact no brag so <laughs> That's right. It's not bragging if it's true, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure like maybe 10% are bots. You know, that's okay. That's okay. Hey, I see you ATF. <laughs> I, you know, I, Twitter is, is interesting. I've had a Twitter account for a long time, but I've hardly used it uh, until this like past year. Oh yeah. We've noticed. We talk about you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but, but so this past year I've really been, getting into it more. And at first I hated it. Like the pacing is so different and I'm a wordy person. Yeah. So it was very difficult to, for me to edit. And sometimes it still is like, ah, but I want to say this and you can't put 15 tweets in a row. Nobody will look at that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I, I had to, it's different. It's just really different. You have to get used to the speed at which Twitter moves because it's yeah. so fast. So yeah, it moves pretty quickly. Uh, <laughs> don't don't be thinking you're going to get into a long, drawn-out philosophical argument. Yeah. Sorry, Ace. Go get some rest. Drink some water, buddy. I know. Uh, it's hard because that's what, you know, that's, I like to talk to people about stuff. But no, yeah. on the, I got told I was hateful yesterday. I'm a hateful oh, person. You just, which, you're just so hateful, Miss Sherry. I great. I, I almost, I should have retweeted it. Maybe I still will, but I'm not just funny. You're just so spiteful. I don't know I why know. I had to do a Lindsey Graham for that. The devil is in me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there for a little while I was doing uh, video replies because it's very obvious that I'm I, going to be joking with you with a video reply. I remember the video replies. If you, if you remember my reaction to the video replies. Yeah. <laughs> Miss, Miss Sherry was not a fan of no the bueno. of video reply guy, Eric. All of your video replies were filmed like this, too, like that close. Nobody <laughs> needs to be seen that up close unless you're hmm, doing the deed. So or, or hugging, like, you know. You that, that, that's exactly what I was going for, a virtual hug from me to you. I, I don't want to be <laughs> hugged by your face. Sorry. I'm getting just like all up in, in my grill. <laughs> so, it's visually assaulting. Yeah, this is the part where you ask me more questions. This is the part. Where, oh, yes. Uh, I can get back on track, Eric. Um <laughs> So I mean, what's the what's the game plan going forward now that you've uh, started this thing? What's the uh, the first goal out of the box? Okay, so we have a, our first event coming up. We are going to do you know help individuals, but also do uh, some events. Our first event is coming up September fourth in Dallas, and it is called Big D. Exactly the I love the Big D. Anyways. You got me distracted now, Eric. Um, <laughs> As a former short-term resident, I can joke about Dallas all day long. So. Yeah. Okay. Oh, is that how it goes? Yes. Uh, so they are, Patrick did something for his birthday last year called, he named it something funny, the, the Celebration of Freedom and Bovinity Festival. Bovinity. And for his birthday, he, he wanted to do something good. So he went and he fed filet mignon. Is that the one that's wrapped in bacon? Yes, that, yeah, is, that yeah. is a filet mignon. Yeah, fed it, fed it to the homeless people down there. And when we started this charity, we thought, hey, why don't we make that our first event? Um, and so we're going to be doing that September 4th. 
Uh, and it's going to be a lot of fun and you can check that out. If you're in the area, go down and help if you'd like. And um, you can also go to voluntary or vir <laughs> voluntaryvirtue.org and click down there and donate. You can donate either just generally to the fund or to that specific event. Yeah. Um, and and last then, time I checked, filet mignon is not uh, cheap. So it's not cheap, but that was one of the things like, I know some people have said, well, why would you do that? You could buy a lot more food with, but like, look, these people don't often get to eat nice things, right? right? It's simply something we thought is nice for people. Um, and so, you know, just to, to make somebody's heart happy that somebody cares about them that much, you know, to, to do something that nice for them. So, yeah. um, it's, it's a goodwill thing. That's all. Yeah. Um, and, and, so, if, uh, and if you don't like it, make sure that it goes directly for like sides. <laughs> exactly. I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I, yeah. Or, anyway. you know, you could shut your damn mouth and not. Yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't bother. If it, if you don't like that, then, then fine. That's cool. Yeah. We get it. That's shutting yeah, up. Cost you nothing. You want. Right. <laughs> that's, that's fucking free. That's fucking free. Uh, so yeah, but, um, that's going to be our first event. We're really looking forward to that. We're, we're lovingly referring to it as Moo Fest now because that other name Moo is great. Fest. Yeah, Moo Fest. It's got the logo. It's great. It's got a little cow with a, like an AR. It's cute. Cow with um, an AR. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not getting a filet from that cow. Obviously, he is. Come and take. Is they had a preference for keeping his filets. Molan Mube. Um, yeah. He. So anyway, and then our second event is going to be in Dallas as well. And we're partnering with the Don't Comply guys, which um, awesome organization. Yeah. Oh, love those guys. So awesome. Um, I don't know. Many of your your viewers, listeners may have seen that picture when when the lockdowns first happened down there, and the lady who uh, stayed open the hair salon. Yeah, those guys were out was, front. So yeah, she was able to do that for as long as she did because they stood there all friggin' day long. And guess when the police came and arrested her after uh -oh. they left. Yeah, after they after left. they left, yeah. So, um, but they were there till like five or six in the evening. They were there all day to make sure this lady could do that. So th that's the kind of pe these are not timid, shy. They do this. They feed the the homeless in Dallas and feed the need. Um, they 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 bought them tents and medicine and sleeping bags and feed them a meal and they do a lot of good down there. And uh, they do it armed because it's yes. against the law in the city of Dallas. Um, yeah. Dallas city cops leave them alone. So yeah, they roll right by because after, they after they've logged everybody's uh, license plate numbers. Right. Go right ahead. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Last year, uh, some people showed up from the city. They, I guess Dallas has its own like, you know, alphabet agency for dealing with homeless people. Yeah. And one of the things there was a lady because I, I watched it live stream. I, I always watch them uh, do it. They lay lives every stream, everything they do. And uh, there was a lady. She was really sick. I mean, it was very concerning. And so they went to the store and got her some medicine and brought it to her. And then the next day they were coming back to check on her. And she was gone. And there was a guy standing around. He's like, are y'all looking for so and so? And they're like, yeah. And he's like, oh, she's gone. And they took all that stuff y'all gave people. They, the the city of Dallas had come in this this agency that's supposed to protect you know or, or deal with the homeless or whatever came in took the tents took the oh they'll deal with them medicine. all right yeah yeah they're evil people 
don't let them fool you. These are not just people who are just doing their jobs and don't know any better. That's evil, right? Yeah. That's people who think that you, if you do something good without their authority, then you're somehow doing something wrong right. and they have every right to confiscate other people's property. These are evil sons of bitches. So support, don't yeah. support the- A lot, a lot of uh, bad shit happens under the name of protecting the public. So. Right, yeah. I, I just told my mom the other night. She about and if this last year didn't teach you that, I I don't know what is. Exactly. Yeah. You keep your head in the sand, I guess. Right. Um, I I was telling my mom about that story from I don't know a year or two ago now. Where was it in Minnesota? Where they the health department people came and to those people that were feeding the homeless and they poured the bleach on the food. Yeah, they, they poured bleach on the food so nobody could eat it. Like that's the kind of people we're talking about here. Hungry people are right here in front of us, but because you don't have their little magic piece of paper, their magic spells, their permission from on high, then nobody gets helped. And that's the way they want it. Honestly, they want their, their jobs to stay intact. They want you believing that you have to ask permission and that's the right way. Do it the right way. And you can yeah. do what you want, but you got to do it the right way. Fuck that. Do you don't have to have permission to do a good deed for somebody? That is one of the most twisted and sickening things that this society has brought about. Yeah, and it's it's just learned helplessness. I mean, you you get people and they've you know gone to the government schools all their life, so it's the same thing as yeah. tying the baby elephant up to the little wooden post, and it can't get away from the wooden post. So by the time it becomes an adult, you can tie it up. Right. And of course, the adult elephant could rip that post out a hundred times over, it but know. it doesn't know that. It's it's the chain of the mind. They're, the yeah. mental ch chains of slavery are far stronger than I won't say they're worse, but they're stronger than the chains, physical chains, because they yeah. chain your mind. And um, hmm. it's pretty- To govern the mint, right? So govern the mind. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. Amazing how that works. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, these public schools, that's, um, I tell you what, libertarian parents, anarchist parents, I talk to a lot of y'all. Let's <laughs> come closer. <laughs> Let's have a come to Jesus meeting right here. <laughs> come to whoever or nothing at all. But, you know, I, I, I deal with so many libertarian parents who say, well, you know, I just, I don't have the patience to, to educate my child or I don't have well, you better this. learn it. It's, it's one of the fucking lamest excuses I've heard. Honestly, yeah. like these schools are damaging to children. Even if like you, there's no time, you don't have the time to undo the hours and hours of indoctrination they get at school. And it doesn't have to be straight up, you know, flag waving, saying the pledge indoctrination, sitting in a chair, not being able to get up when you need to go take a piss, not being able to, you know, go up and blow your nose if you need to, having to ask permission to do anything at all, being interrupted. And, and when you've got your train of thought going in one direction, being told exactly what to do all the time, jump at a bell, all these things, line up all the time, raise your hand. Can I please have some attention? No, those that's not good for your children. Right. At yeah. all. And, and you, there's that you just can't undo it all. So I love y'all. Yep. We can still be friends, but you know, a lot of libertarian parents are just like the um, status parents when it comes to public schools, because they just they like the babysitter too. And, yeah. and look, I know I, there's a lot of y'all that I know and love like, I'm, you know, but, but come on, if this past year 
like didn't I, I used to do the same thing like well i understand people got to work but you know what fucking make a sacrifice in your life if you need to right yeah like it's okay to make a sacrifice you can live without some extra chicken nuggies and that fancy car payment you can live without that to educate your kids at home but you yeah. make those decisions in your own life so yeah i mean the number one thing is malcolm x said it best don't let your enemies teach your children so both of my kids are in private schools so I have to pay extra on top of the taxes they already take from me. So yeah, yeah, same here. I mean, I but I had to do my due diligence and find out what each school you know did and everything else, and exactly. you know, the, so that's how it is. Yeah, so. my my daughter goes to a co-op two days a week, and then she's home the rest of the week. And um, speaking of Patrick Smith, well said. So there you go. That's, Welcome that's to the show, buddy. <laughs> the president of the board of directors. Of one and yep. only Patrick Smith, uh, as Christian always calls him, the venerable Patrick Smith. The venerable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, he's, like he's doing some great things. Yeah. Can't miss that guy anytime he's in public. I mean, he's a giant. And then he's yeah. got that streak Boys. of blonde hair in the front. Yeah, right. he's, he's, he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's probably one of the most philosophically savvy people I've ever known in my entire existence. So yeah. he's able to really parse out things very well. Well, you know, us uh, anarchist types, we aren't slouches in the uh, intellectual department, so. Yeah, not generally. <laughs> Although I've met a few. I wonder. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's one. generally not from being not intelligent. It's generally from being autistic. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as I, we, we're all on the spectrum somewhere, I'm pretty sure. But uh, it's just kind of funny. I mean, I'll see people like uh, Ace on uh, Twitter, and he'll be going after those sub-100 accounts all day long. And it's like, and he will just, you know, throw him, you know, our arguments and philosophy at him all day long. And I was like, dude, you're just, this is Sisyphus pushing the boulder up the hill. Yeah, it, it, Take a break. it is. But that's one of the things like, like with voluntary virtue, if I may bring it back around to that. Um, Go for it. We can circle know, back all day long. Knows, you know, I've often thought like the Libertarian Party would be great if it were just a social club, right? Um in my former life as a religious person. Socially awkward club. Well, <laughs> speak for yourself, honey. Um, now, <laughs> in my former life as a religious person, one of the greatest lessons I learned was uh, I was a missionary um, in the United States to, a, to Grand Junction, Colorado. Um, and for six months, we went to establish fellowships for our group there in the Grand Junction area. Right. And we went door to door witnessing every day for six months. And we had one day a week off. And because uh, we worked and then we also did all the stuff. But we have one day where we weren't required to do that. And n every person that we ever got to come to a fellowship was met on our day off. Not one person that we walked up to their door and said, hello, can we talk to you? You know, whatever. They, yeah. Not one of those people responded, but people who we were just hanging out with and having fun and met somewhere, somebody somewhere, you know, like we were playing pool. We met some people. They are the ones that came. So that to me, it taught me a lot. And part of that is that people, they don't like the awkwardness of, of preaching at people. They don't like that. Right. People don't like that. But if you're having a good time and just enjoying life and doing the things that you're going to do and you and you include people and bring them in. That's much more inviting. So I think yeah. libertarianism would be good a times are infectious. Yeah, so. it, it is. And look, libertarians know how to have a good time too. Like we're fun y'all. 
be fun. Enjoy it. I mean, why do you think Michael Malice is so famous? It's not because, I mean, honestly, he's a good writer and everything, but it's not it. It's his personality. It's that he is himself. I mean, he has more confidence in his little body than, <laughs> you know, any, any person of any size. So that, that helps. And he's, you know, he's, his charisma is off the charts, but part of it is that he makes things fun. So yeah, fun yourself and you don't have to be Michael Malice. You shouldn't try to be him, be you, but be fun and, and bring people on board with you. Yeah, everybody's got their their little special thing. So, you know, some of us can laugh and joke with the best of us. Uh, some of us know how to troll really well. Yeah, I so. see. I'm not a good troll. I've, I sometimes I've done it a little bit, or I've tried, and then I have to back off because I feel really bad or whatever. <laughs> I can I can start trolling if I need to, but I usually do that in person, like live. I, I can't do it online. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I'm not a very good. I, I'm not. People don't believe this about me, right? <laughs> but I'm really, I don't really like confrontation. I mean, I, I do it and I, I, I don't know, I guess I've always been very opinionated and, and outspoken, but I don't really like to fight with people. I would really like to talk to people and have them agree with me, but they don't <laughs> do that all the time. So. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm of two minds about this. It's like I can fight and argue with you. I don't really like confrontation either because even around here with the stupid mask thing, I got kicked out of the doctor's office for not wearing a mask. And, uh, you know, I stood my ground. I told them that the retard governors. So much they're going to kick yeah. you out of a doctor's office. Yeah, I was even pointed out like the section in the governor's mask mandate order about exemptions. And I was like, it's not safe for me to wear one. Look right here, section three. And it was like, well, you got to wait outside for a phone call. And of course, I never got the phone call. They charged me for it. <laughs> so that'll be another fun uh, phone conversation for right. me. Right, exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and so just with this whole last year, just kind of like standing up. And the more you do it, you know, the, the butterflies in your stomach are going to go away. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe afterwards you're going to get a little bit hot and you're going to yell at your uh, steering wheel in your car for about 30 minutes on the way back to the office like I did. But right. uh, cry. <laughs> uh, I'm a guy. We're not allowed to cry. Yeah. You do what you want. <laughs> at least in the presence want. of other people. Oh, Eric. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, I think, you know, we, we love these images, like the, the guy standing in the crowd as the, everyone's doing the Nazi salute. He's standing there like, yes, whatever. And then, you know, uh, August Landmesser. If yeah. there's ever a Hollywood movie that ever needs to be made, it's about that guy. Yeah. Or, or tank man, you know, the guy standing in at Tiananmen square in front of the tanks. Yeah. Like, we love those images, but we have to be those people too, yeah. because part of what that does is not only does it, is, is it you standing up for something you believe in, yeah. but it encourages other people to do it. So, you know, those times when you're walking around with your, like, I, this is a good, this is a good example um, for my own life. Not that I'm anything special, but I was in the grocery store in the Kroger with my daughter. We're in there getting groceries. This was a few months ago when the, the mandate, we didn't have a share. You're in the South. You make groceries. Are we talking about lactation now? <laughs> no, 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 no. Anytime in the farmer. South, when you when you go to the grocery store, you make groceries. Make groceries. Yeah, yeah you, I, put I, them, I, you put them in the buggy. I put them in the buggy, yeah. I don't, I don't say make groceries, but I do put them in the buggy. I'm going to start saying that now just so, just because. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're in the grocery store, not wearing our masks, you know, 
and um good for you we're going through the yeah the, you know the little self-checkout lines oh yeah um, my, my new going, favorite thing of all time yeah we're going through there and and i'm just like checking some stuff out and i turn around for something and i look and this guy he like looks over at me and our eyes meet and then he's he mean mugging me no 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 he wasn't mean mugging me he goes he rips his mask off and he goes <laughs> like that and i was like oh my god i just like Influence yes. it was it was electric and it was great and I just yes. grinned really big and I was like my mitzvah is done <laughs> if I were a Jew that's what I would have said um but but yes you know like that's your inspiration you can be that for somebody that's one other person who goes you know what if that old chick over there that middle-aged old lady can can go maskless maybe I can do it too and yeah. so it was quite fun right at the beginning when I would just walk into a place with no mask on. It just wouldn't be too much longer. I would just see like the one husband who would just like, yeah, take it off. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it, it emboldens others. And, and, you know, I'm not shaming anyone for wearing a mask. Um, if you want to do that, you do you, right. I don't care. Um, but also, there were times when I wore a mask to like go into a, a store at the mall that my daughter wants to go into. And I knew it was going to be a big fight and, and all yeah. that I didn't want to have that mental pressure, but I am not going to put on my mask to go to the freaking grocery store. Um, and that was one of the things like if, if I felt like if they weren't going to ask me to put it on, then I wasn't violating their rule because they were being pressured by the government to do it. It wasn't like the Kroger yeah. itself cared if I wore a mask necessarily. I mean, maybe some of them did, but their policy was, and I happen to know in accordance with local order or whatever that yeah, they have it, well, on the sign outside. Knox yeah. County where I live, Glenn, Glenn Jacobs is my mayor. And he said, no, we're not enforcing this. This is unconstitutional. The sheriff said, I'm not going to enforce it. Don't bother calling us. So I was, I'm in the County now Knox city had a, a mandate, but the County yeah. did not. And so um, that was helpful as well. But, but I figured like, if they want me to put it on, then they, they can ask me to do so. I'm their, their guest. And in the South, I mean, I'm a guest in their establishment. Yeah. And if they want me to do it, then, then fine. They can, they can come up and ask me, but if they don't say anything to me, then I'm not bowing to the pressure. And I think, for, for a lot of people, they were like, well, property rights, you know, and I get that. Hey, that's why I wore one to the mall, um, into the little shops, because yeah. the mall proper, like inside, you know, where you walk around the hallways, they didn't care. Like they, they wouldn't say anything to you about it, but it was when you tried to go into certain individual stores. And I wanted to take my daughter to look at her stupid little anime that she loves. That's, I mean, I don't mean that to degrade her or anything, but, but she loves that. And we, I want to I, I have a 12 year old. I, I agree. Stupid. Yeah, little like I'm not going to let the craziness of the world stop me from enjoying something with my right. daughter that she loves. So I'll put on a fucking mask if I have to, to do that, but I'm not going to do it at the grocery store. And I, you know, it was just different. You have to make those decisions. And, but right. those are the times when you can really like, I yeah, got I mean, the end where I was like, okay, I'm just not doing it anywhere anymore. And if they, they don't, they don't want me to go in there. If she wanted to put it on and go in there by herself, then fine. Yeah. But, um, well, really uh, like I told those nurses, cause one of them could tell that I was starting to get a little heated and she was like, oh. well, I don't know. understand why you're so mad. I was like, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad for you because you're not mad. And that That's one kind of sent them back a little bit. Cause I was like, well, what, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. I was like, this doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> 
you know, it's like, I'm mad for you. You should be mad. You should be just as mad and not doing this like everybody else. But, yeah. you know, nurses of all people. And of course, you know, the mainstream media, they're under that influence, too, because they're not covering the cases of, you know, hundreds of of medical professionals in this hospital quitting or being fired because they're not going to get the vaccination. And, you know, there are yeah. or, or seven nurses here who are leaving this hospital like that is going to cause a terrible talk about you know they thought that the hospitals were going to be overwhelmed with the you know covid or whatever yeah you ain't nothing yet like i heard at one point like some nurses travel nurses were getting ten thousand dollars a week or something to or maybe it was a month I, that's a lot of money though because they're just in such high demand yeah they're high demand everywhere the labor shortage there yeah. that, that's rough oh well stupid it's just it it's all stupid. stupid and people are just gonna have to decide well oh maybe i'll just live my life and forget about these people like i thought it was interesting i saw a bunch of people commenting isn't it funny how there seems to be no covid in afghanistan <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> i mean interesting eh uh places where they've i think i was more shocked by seeing the taliban with like ice cream cones <laughs> i was like they got ice cream cones over there. Yeah, well, Ben and Jerry sell it to them. That's yeah. where you find out where your morality lies. <laughs> I, did, I did take a little deep dive. I was like looking at all of their uh, attire and I was like looking down at their shoes. And I was like, okay, what are these guys wearing? It's like some guys had like, uh, you know, the leather sandals and everything. Mm -hmm. And then it was like one guy this like had running shoes on. Oh, that's <laughs> and, like, weird. and they zoomed in really close. It was ASICS, but not A-S-I-C-S. Uh -huh. It was A-S-I-X. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'll know he got Chinese knockoffs. That's right. The Chinese are coming for Afghanistan. <laughs> and they were brand new. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Imagine that people live whole lives, other places, and they don't need our interventions. <laughs> the U.S. is not mine. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was the other thing. I was like, man, they're just, you know, eating milk and cookies, doing bumper cars. They're just living their best life. Right. <laughs> Especially since they're dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's really interesting. This is what yesterday on Twitter, you know, I, I was getting push a lot of pushback because I like, look, staying there any longer. Is it, is the whole withdrawal a debacle? Yes. But what did you expect? It was going Government to be anyways. Exactly. That's yeah. why no other president has done it yet. Right. Cause they, yeah, they, cause they didn't want it not done. About their legacy. Yeah. And uh, so, and, course you know the generals and all those people have been lying the cia and all this lying like forever about staying in so if you would have extended it any longer then you're going to be there another five years another 10 years like that is that is exactly how it operates with these people because there's always an excuse to stay right yeah, yeah remember yeah. I, I don't know if you're old enough sir eric to remember but when it first started <laughs> so what um, are you talking about i'm older than you you're not <laughs> yes i am I'm 42. You're not older than me. Wow. I'm 34. Stunning admission. <laughs> Miss Sherry. Getting the, it's the truth, yo. The um, older woman. Oh, I kind of <laughs> like that. I smell good, too. Um, <laughs> um, so the, one of the, when this started, you know, they were just going to go in and get the 9-11 terrorist. They didn't bomb the White House, by the way. They went to <laughs> Afghanistan. And... And, you know, after they were there for a little bit and did their thing, remember what the leftists kept saying is, well, now that we're there, we should free the women. They should yes. have rights. 
And and guess what? We were there for 20 fucking years and are women any better off? Probably not. I imagine yeah, well, no. They don't have to wear the burqa. So Do they not? They will come. Yeah, well, I mean, now they will. Days. But, yeah. yeah. Like it's 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 gone it's back exactly where it was. And not only that, but we polarized them more to their way of life because we didn't do it peacefully through the exchange of ideas or trade, which no, you tried to force them. Yeah. That's, you know, look at the Soviet Union. That works. Uh, that get kind of, although let's not even get into all the clusterfuck that that was. <laughs> but but the trade, trade is what works. It's what the trade of ideas. Um, it's working in North about, Korea right now. South China, Korean, uh, South Korean soap operas is doing more than. Exactly. Threatening a little fat kid with uh, with nuclear weapons. Exactly, because nobody look. If you come into my front door, and even if you're here to, um, you know, I'm here to help you. Well, I don't want your fucking help. Get out. You don't have the right to come in here. You might have every good intention in the world. You might be able to elucidate that good intention to me and tell me how you want to help me clean my floors and scrub my toilets. But if I didn't ask you in my damn house, there's going to be problems, right? Yeah. And so. This is, they expected that to be different. I know it's a little different. You know, you've got a vast light, but anybody coming in. And Americans and just, should know this. We yeah, tried not, doing this with the Plains Indians. We did the same thing. We just kept murdering and raping them. Hello. <laughs> like, like, that, like, that's the maybe other they thing just they don't want to live like you. Did yeah. you ever think about that? Yeah, exactly. And maybe that's okay, I guess. I mean, I don't particularly like it and I'm, would hope women might have a brighter future than, than they do there eventually, but certainly murdering their children is not going to make them like you right. terrorizing their families, going in these house to house searches all the time and stopping them everywhere and, and bombing them and covering it up and raping their daughters. These are all things that yeah. they did. The Americans did to them, yeah. the good guys. Right. And so you make every point that the backwards people that say Western ideals are, are terrible and they're harmful. You just proved it for 20 years. You yeah. proved it to those people that. Yeah. There was a, there was a video going around of the Taliban going through some of these American bases and they were stabbing and setting fire to all of the American servicemen's waifu pillows. Oh my God. <laughs> I saw this video and I was like, Wow. That is incredible <laughs> that they even, I mean, that they had waifu pillows on Ew. Ew. I mean. I can oh. only imagine what the Taliban were thinking when they saw this. It's like, why? Why did they do this? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, the thing is, is that it's not like saying that this is what, you know, in, in, on Twitter, in the Twitter sphere or on Facebook, any social media, when you say Yes, we should be leaving now. Like maybe he yeah. should have kept the May date, but he didn't. So now we still should be going. And then, of course, you love Obama and you are a liberal. Oh yes, and, yeah. And you're a hateful person. And I'm like, how do? Oh, I, I loved all of the excuses him? they gave for Obama's 60th birthday party, where where they're all dancing maskless and holding each other, and you know, well, we had a little. Had had a little spike in cases right there, but you know that wasn't Obama's party. Yeah, no, no, that and definitely hey, definitely wasn't him. <laughs> Everybody knows that COVID maxes out at 399 people. That's so, right. And it doesn't safe? it doesn't affect you when you're on the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> no COVID when you boogie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Oh my goodness. Yeah. Just that ridiculousness. And so, you know, it's always peace is hard to sell. Uh, unfortunately in our Christian nation, you know, <laughs> peace is hard to sell. And well, if Ron Paul can get booed for talking about the golden rule in South Carolina, I mean, exactly. But you know what, <laughs> this is one of the cool things too, that if you stay persistent, you stay do- saying what you know is right, right. You, you go with your conscience. But um, when Ron Paul used to get yelled at and screamed at and booed and yeah. and things for talking about the drug war or whatever, but where are we now? Do most yeah. people, most even conservatives, like my my parents who are straight up Christian Republicans, talk to them about the drug war and even they will say, yeah, I think young men and women shouldn't be going to jail for a drug problem. You know, like that's, that would not have been the, like people would not have even heard you out before. They would just, but that's, that's what the state wants, right? That's what yeah. these people, the indoctrination does. It makes you just have an emotional reaction to these things rather than go, oh, well, yeah, maybe other people's bodies aren't my property. And, yeah. and what gets, what gets pretty amazing with that is they've, you know, been brainwashed since kids. Uh, about this whole thing. It was like, well, where else would you stick somebody with a drug problem than in a prison? <laughs> exactly. Where else are they going to get help? Like a doctor? What are you, crazy? Problems. I don't know. Yeah, I, I Harry Brown, that, that old commercial for him when he was running for president where he has like Al Gore and George Bush who both, you know, had known cocaine doers yeah. uh, in their younger days uh, and probably even then. But he said... Do you really think that either of these men would have been better off for going to prison for for doing cocaine? Like, <laughs> be unapologetically consistent and principled, and let yeah. people come to you. Like, they can yell and scream. Like, they always say they can cook you, but they can't eat you. Like, you know, I mean, they can yell at me and stuff. And and I look, I'm not this big. I'm not always that brave. You know, there are times when I go, oh, I shouldn't say this, but but. You have to you have to stand up yeah. and and sometimes face people's ire in order to that's part of building the world you want right is just reasoning with people right. and, and and showing them how disgusting and ridiculous some of their points of view are look it's it's interesting to me that all these people who have remained fucking silent about Afghanistan for 20 years all they've done is spoken up to talk about how whistleblowers should go to prison like this yeah. is the, or, or how we can't pull our tree. We got to, you know, do whatever we should make it a, you know, glass over there. These are the people that are now concerned about American lives. People who for 20 years watched young men come home in body bags, their own That's fucking right. kids. And they want to moralize to you that Americans are in danger. Now Americans who went over there to, to make money a living off of the imperialism of the United States, like, come on, I that's that sort of tempers my outrage just a tad. Yeah, it gets it gets pretty ridiculous, and I, I've got uh, you know people in my own life that you know were saying all this stuff right at the beginning of that war, and now they're like, well, this was long overdue. They should have came home in 2011 when they allegedly shot Osama bin Laden in the face. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, yeah, we shouldn't have been there in the first place. Exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and all the ones that remain silent now, they're all at a consensus that, yeah, it was time. And, but but they're just they're just pissed that their guy didn't like if this were Trump, it would be a whole separate bunch of people oh, yeah. yelling That's, about it. Yeah, that was the that was the latest thing is that Trump was playing his 4D chess and left uh, left all this mess to Biden to do. 
<laughs> and I was God. like, guys, not not smart. And it's, it's not even their mess. Like, right. I mean, it's partially Biden's. He was involved in the Obama administration, but George Bush and, and Obama got really entrenched over there. Like, so, so at least Biden, for whatever reasons, I don't know what they are. We know the guy's not a good guy, but he did the right thing. And it doesn't matter what his motives were at this point. We're getting yeah. out of there unless people will die. And the fact that some people might die in this this clusterfuck of a of a getting yeah. out like that's been happening death has been happening and now you're yeah. only concerned because the the corporate media has gotten you all excited and worked up about it and it's not your guy um so you feel like you can do this but it was always going to be this way it was never going to be safe yeah. and, and done well and there might be some, it's not that I want people to suffer. I don't want any of those people to die or suffer, but that was already happening there, right? Yeah. There's already been death and destruction there for 20 years. So a little more. And it wasn't even all that great right before that either. So Exactly. And much longer, right? I mean, Afghanistan, who was it? Was it Alexander the Great or somebody that said <laughs> something about Afghanistan or lost or, or maybe it was Pat and somebody said Afghanistan is where nation armies go to die. Remember that? That's where that's the graveyard of empires. Graveyard of empires. Right. Who said yeah. that? Oh, I mean, that's, that's been since Alexander the great when yeah, he couldn't like yeah. forever, forever. Afghanistan, those people don't take no shit. Molan Lambe really means something to them, right? Like nobody's, nobody is going to change Afghanistan. But yeah, Afghani, it's, just yeah, like it's, everywhere else. Yeah, like I was telling some guys at work uh, uh, the other day, I was like, I was like, what well, the thing that people don't understand about Afghanistan is it's different tribes. They don't speak the same language. They don't even like each other, but they do know one thing. You come in and there and try to wreck shop, they're gonna fuck you up. Just like you and your little brother or sister. When they, like yeah. me and my sister used to fight like cats and dogs, but let somebody else come after my sister. Yeah, I would fuck them up. Like you did, that's, it's exactly the same. And like, you know, we, if we don't, haven't learned anything else, the partitioning of the Middle East has, has made it terrible. And you had tribes that could basically, there might be some little frictions, small encounters between tribes there where they would fight, but generally they didn't amass global, you know, hornet's nests where right. everything's going terrible. We did, the West did that. We didn't do yeah. it. The West did that. Um, the partitioning and russia the partitioning of all that north korea south korea again the 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 big powers coming together and deciding that they're going to mold the world without any consideration for who these people are and how they live and the 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 kind of agreements that they have between themselves you know it, it these people are evil they don't know how to not how to how to mind their own business and they never will right. the only time that's going to matter and when that's going to stop is when more of the american public especially right now yeah. in the world says we don't want this anymore and we're not going to put up with it and we have more january 6th is probably something like that you know where people are actually getting off their asses like i i'm not going to pretend i know all the ins and outs of that but i thought wow people are actually doing something isn't that interesting? Yeah, I, uh, right when that was happening, I was like, well, look at the boomers go. Right, right. And who knows? Maybe it was all government. They got off their ass and turned off Fox News for a couple minutes. Look at them for go. a couple minutes, right? I mean, like, I, I'm not saying that was necessarily my people or anything, or, or no, I don't know wasn't. what their goal was, you know, whatever. But look, that, it's going to take. I don't take... think there was one. 
Politicians should be afraid I, of I you. I think FBI informant told them to go inside and they went inside because they're idiots. But, you know. Yeah, that's that's what I like. The cops, I've seen videos of the cops talking to him like, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, y'all just don't go up there. Don't do this. It's like, all right, well, we'll let the you AOC in. The is going to be murdered in her room. Like, uh, all right well we went all the way around to tell you this go to and give them the website jerry yes voluntaryvirtue.org and don't forget our celebration of freedom and bovinity yes aka moofest um yes. that we're gonna Flay be doing Mignon. yeah and i mean you guys have known the don't comply guys for a long time they've they've yeah we talk them up all the time so. yeah and so you know who they are and you know, Patrick and those, the voluntarists of Dallas have been involved with don't comply for the past few years that they've been doing the feed the need. And now we're, we're partnering with them. We're hopping on board. So if that tells you anything about who we are, then I'll, I'll proudly yep. take it. So if you've got change to spare, go ahead and give it over to Miss Sherry. If you don't have any spa uh, change to spare, you can give it to me personally too, if you want, but you know, I don't get any money from the <laughs> charity donations. That's right. And, and if you don't have any uh, change to spare, then, uh, you know, keep it because uh, charity always begins at home too. So, exactly. so there we go. Miss Sherry, it was great yeah. catching up with you and uh, talking about your new project and everything. So, Thanks for having me. It's always fun to hang out with you. Oh, yes, yes. And we'll have to do it again sometime yeah. in the future, of course. Okay. Well, there she goes, folks. Miss Sherry. You'll have to check out all those links down below in the show notes. I'll have those up as soon as possible. Also, if you guys want to uh, save some cash on some uh, nice coffee, you can go over to laurenzotti.coffee, put in my code RWAC at checkout, and you can save yourself 10% on your order. And any order over 15 bucks is automatically free shipping. So there you go. Uh, other ways to support this guy down below, it, you know, I don't have the Patreons or subscribe stars or anymore or anything like that. Uh, you can always get uh, t-shirts, coffee mugs and stuff at my uh, merch table on my website. And that's all listed down below. I do have an Amazon wish list. Occasionally I get stuff in the mail. So anyways, guys, take it easy. And we'll come at you next time with a brand new episode of Rebel with a Cause. Out.